Alright, what's up everybody and welcome to the Admission Guys podcast where our goal is to help you navigate the college search process. Today's episode is a continued conversation with Bucknell University women's lacrosse head coach Jackie Dando. So if you haven't listened to part one of this episode yet, I'd highly encourage you to go and do that right now because it's a really great episode that you definitely benefit from listening to. But throughout this episode, we talk all about different things such as how students can get a scholarship to play at the Division I level, the differences between Division I, II, and III, and why they are all great options to pursue, the level of commitment it takes to play a sport in college, what a typical day might look like for an athlete, and many other things as well. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode, or it could add value to them in some way, we just ask that you'll share it with them so that they might be able to benefit from this as well too. Make sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And if you do, we will send you a Lebanon Valley College t-shirt so that we can help grow this podcast. All right, with all that being said, here's the rest of our interview with Coach Dando. We hope you enjoy it. Could you describe to me what a typical day looks like for one of your players during the season? And the other part of the question is, what's the level of commitment look like to play at the Division One level? Yeah, so in Division One, you do have, um, I, so for us, we play in the spring season. So that's our traditional playing season. And the, the funny part about Division One is that actually the off season is more challenging um, than the in-season play. So for us, that would be the fall season. So in the fall season, we have um, eight 20 hour weeks. So we're able to work with them for 20 hours a week. And that includes everything from team meetings, film, practice, lift, conditioning, et cetera. So we have 20 hours a week. So we have um, a very different fall season than you do at division three. Division three, you only get 15 practices. There's no time allowance, but you only get 15 practices in the fall. Um, And then you get one play day. Division one, I can have a full fall season. So I'll go two months plus and a five, six days a week. And we can also have, you know, various play days. So there's a lot of opportunity to improve in the fall and prepare for the spring. Um, So that's the biggest difference where in the fall division three, I could, you know, take an internship or go abroad. That doesn't really happen at division one. If you want to do those opportunities, it needs to be outside of practice times or it needs to be in the summer. So, you know, the fall off season is very challenging and really prepares you to be able to do strategy in the spring. Um, But the fall really develops you. So, you know, kind of what that looks like in fall or spring, we usually have two to two and a half hour practice each day. Um, We always have one day off during the week, at least one day off. Um, Usually we lift two to three times a week, do film two to three times a week, individual sessions. So a small group position once a week. For us, we try to keep it very similar to the high school schedule because academics are so important at Bucknell. So um, in season, they would have class during the day. Um, They might have lift at three o'clock after class, 4.30, go to practice, 6.45, finish practice, seven o'clock, maybe go to training room, 7.15, eat dinner in the team with the calf, maybe 7.45, eight o'clock, shower, go back to your dorm, do your homework, you know, watch extra film if needed. So It's pretty similar to how I brand things at Division uh, 3, but the fall is very different. And then the the requirements in season, there's more travel, a little bit more focus on film. We have more resources for lifting and conditioning, which is nice. And just a little bit more game prep as we kind of see more technical opponents. 
Yeah, I would picture it like during the in-season and out-of-season, like it's just much more heavy, intense, like working out and whatnot, whereas in-season, it's just more rigorous and demanding for, I guess, elite performance, I would say, right? Yeah. So once you're in-season, your hardest days are your game days, Yeah. right? And so we have those yeah. twice a week, and so we have to do like more recovery stuff with them and then prep again, basically. So, I mean, we'll do a full practice just of scout on, you know, two days before a game, and then we'll do a lighter practice the day before the game. I mean, it's great. We, uh, we were even able to do, we, we only have one game a week this year and we were even able to get our strength coach to come in on Sundays and do a whole recovery session with our team. Oh, wow. I'm sure that's huge. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's important. So they definitely have different demands, um, you know, a little bit stronger demands, but you know, it's still manageable. And I think, you know, really helps with time management to have such a scheduled day too. Yeah. EJ and I, we taught, we, um, just did a podcast on athletics previously, um, and we were talking about how, like, when we played sports, we did better in season as opposed Everyone to out of season academically. Every high school recruit says that. Which makes really no sense, but somehow it does make sense at the end. You're Everyone scheduled. I mean, yeah, you have a schedule set for you rather than you having to come up with your own schedule. Yeah, because <laughs> if I have, like, eight hours, like, oh, I'll start it in eight hours or I'll start it on <laughs> Sunday. And it never, it, it's just you always put it off. Jackie, with Division One, and you've worked at multiple schools, Division One and Division Three, and as a Division Three athlete yourself, is there a difference between those athletes that you see? I would definitely say that you know some of my athletes I've had Division Three could have definitely you know gone on and played Division One. I. I think just wanting that commitment and being prepared for that level of commitment is um, the difference. So being able to sacrifice some things, like I said earlier, to be able to you know, spend all year playing. And then I think it's just, again, they've grown up in a club environment that supported division one. They're aware of the demands, the expectations. They might have a, um, older family members who played the division one level. So they're expecting it, you know, usually a little bit more athletic, a little bit more, you know, a little faster, a little bit, um, more of a complete player, but you know, there's players that on my team that could play division three and there's players on my division three team that could play division one. So I think it's just, you know, the caliber altogether of the student athlete. I know, I know my, my, uh, younger brother played division one in college at a school in Connecticut. And he would say all the time, like, why am I out here at 6 a.m. in December running sprints and then going into lifting. Like, like I should have just went to a division three school and dominated. Like he says jokingly sometimes, but obviously loved it. But it's true. Like just the work ethic and sometimes the caliber of the player can really make or break the decision. Yeah. And really like what you want in your experience, right? So, you know, yeah. I have a 42 person roster at 24 at LVC. There's mm. a greater chance of playing at LVC and really being you know, dominant. Like I had Jen Eck last year come and coach with me at Bucknell and she was a great player and all American in the oh, And right. You know, she could have played at the Bucknell team and in the league again, just might not have been an all American, but it's kind of what you want your experience to be. She was able to play two sports. She was able to be in a really competitive major in the sciences. So, you know, again, just understanding that full experience and where you left it. Yeah, definitely. I guess a follow-up question I have for you is, why should a student want to be a student athlete in college? Yeah, I mean, I think that's like my own experience is why I'm here where I am today. So I think that's really neat. But, you know, there's definitely sacrifices and you can't, you're not a regular student, no matter what level you're at, there's expectations on you. You know, you're also under a microscope a little bit on campus. All of a sudden it's, you know, the lacrosse team or the football team or, you know, the volleyball team. And it's like these expectations or 
you know, these narratives start. And so, you know, you also are held to a higher standard, I think, than the regular student. But I think all of the sacrifices are worth the great rewards that you're able to have. Um, we were just at the game against Navy, and I had one of my high school teammates who lives in Annapolis, or college teammates who lives in Annapolis come to the game. And, you know, so with my family and cheer us on. And I thought that was really neat to see, like, hey, 15 years later, after you're done college, your teammates are still around to support you in all walks of life. But I think the memories that you build through that experience, whether it's traveling or hard conditioning sessions or great wins, like you have a chance to be bigger than something than yourself. And, you know, you're connected to that group forever. My dad, actually, he still goes back to his own alumni weekends for his sport in college. So I think that's uh, kind of telling. I mean, he's, he's a, he was a nice hockey player. Cole, if you don't like this, uh, <laughs> he still goes back to Penn State for the games, and we're like, oh my gosh, he's never going to get off the ice, you know? Um, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> but it's really neat to support something and university in a different way, even after you leave. Yeah, I like how you said you're under a microscope, which is could be in a good way or a bad way, depending on you know if your team is really like high character, winning well, and doing good things. Like, hey, you're, that's a great microscope to be under. Yeah. Not, so that is really cool. All right, Jackie, a little bit of a different question. If you could have a massive billboard that millions of people would see every day, what would you put on that billboard and why? Yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know if this would be my only answer. I'm sure I would come up with something much more prophetic. Um, but something I thought is after, it's what I posted for the team after the Lebanon Valley team won the conference championship in 2019. And the post was, hard work pays off. And um, I just got such chills thinking about that experience. and. So many times in life, you know, when we're in it, we can't zoom out and see what's going on and the preparation that's been prepared for us or, you know, what what's to come in the future. And so um, I just remember at that game in particular, and this is kind of applicable being back at Lebanon Valley, but that was in 2019, we won the Matt Commonwealth Conference Championship um, for the first time at Lebanon Valley. And exactly 10 years before that in 2009, when I was at Messiah College and I was a senior, we won the MAC championship. And so that 10 years before that in 2009, LVC didn't even have a team then. You know, when I was in college, LVC didn't even exist. Um, they didn't start until the following year. I had no idea who they even were except for field hockey because it was so competitive. But, you know, I think it was just so cool that a program that hadn't even started, hadn't even been, you know, starting to be dreamt up 10 years later that I could be leading that program for so long, continuing to build it from a great first coach that started it. And just like seeing all that hard work pay off, beat our alma mater and, you know, do it the right way, even though it takes time. And so again, like no idea I'd be able to stay in the game and have it impact me and others the way it did. And then I think same thing for Bucknell. Like I never imagined this would be my next step, but, you know, I remember coming here 10 years ago and scouting here when I was at Villanova and thinking like, this place is really, really nice. The stadium I loved, um, the town, like I just felt at home here and like, I remember running around campus and like, this is a cool place. I'm really impressed with it. And, you know, who would have thought that you'd end up there and leading that team? And so I think it's amazing. Like you're being prepared for steps that you don't even know. And so kind of trusting the process, still working hard, but treating each other well, treating others well, you know, goes a long way. And that's not only in my world. I think that's great. It's not only for sports. Let's be honest. It's for life. Yeah. Because if you work hard, good things will happen. You know, we say, oh, you were lucky. No, maybe my hard work made that luck yeah. happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you don't hear too many people win the Super Bowl and say, I don't know, we just kind of fell into this. <laughs> That's true. But, it has to be super intentional, but it's really cool to see, like, you know, to look forward to how different connections and places can impact you. Definitely. EJ, anything else you can think of we want to ask Coach Dando? Nothing. I well. don't have anything else. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Jackie, we do just want to acknowledge you for all the great things you do and have done and working with you and just being committed to developing players at the highest level on and off the field. You know, your hard work is awesome to see the, you know, the lives you're helping and the impact that you're having on LVC and the other places you've coached at. So we want to acknowledge you for that, but this has been fun. Where can, if players out there are just interested in being recruited, let's say if they're able to play in your league, where can they find more about your institution and things like that? Yeah, I would recommend, um, our, you know, Bison Athletics and the Women's Lacrosse page um, to start with. And then we'll have camps and clinics over the summer. You can follow the Instagram for more information. And then I think the other piece would be if there's any interest in recruitment interest, uh, I would recommend players fill out the questionnaire and then also to email myself to send schedules for the summer. Really cool. Yeah. And I know that you guys' Instagram account does, you guys are pretty present online. It seems like, like you're, you're, women's lacrosse team is at least it seems like we try to be it's really like the next the cutting edge you know <laughs> it's really the connection between the recruits the alumni um the family and friends so we still have more work to do on it but we've tried to be engaged awesome Ocean,